Welcome to Canvas Rest on the Not the Artist podcast from Grant Memorial Church. Welcome to a new episode of Canvas Rest, here on the Not the Artist podcast. The audio for this podcast was recorded this past Saturday, December 5th, on Instagram Live. We met together as a community to do our devotions together, to read scripture, to pray, and to worship together. The theme for this episode was loneliness, and we were exploring the fact that during the season of quarantine, it's likely that lots of us are experiencing feelings of isolation and discouragement but we reminded ourselves that God is our comfort, our peace, and our satisfaction, especially during this season. This will be the last episode of Canvas Rest for 2020, and we hope that you all have a great Christmas season with your friends and family, as different as it may be from previous years. We're praying for you, we love you, and we hope that you're all doing well. Welcome here, everyone, to Canvas Rest. It's Saturday, December 5th, and it's our opportunity to gather together as a community to do our devotions together, to worship together, to pray, to read scripture, and to reflect. For whenever you're joining us, whether you're here live or on Instagram live, or you're listening to the podcast after, we're so glad that you're here. And we encourage you to find a quiet space to find your Bible, because we will be reading from Scripture together tonight, and to engage in your personal relationship with God. In terms of the worship we're going to do in a moment, uh, feel free to engage with that however it's helpful for you uh, as you are with God tonight. If it's helpful for you to sing, then please sing. Sing with me. I can't hear you, but in my head, you're all singing loud with me. However, if singing on your own in your room isn't your favorite thing, no problem. Uh, Just feel free to reflect on the words. I think that sometimes that's just as powerful as singing because we're thinking about what is being said, what truths about God are being proclaimed and celebrated through the songs. So that's really exciting. I'm going to open us up in a word of prayer, and then we're going to get started. Thanks for being here. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you, Lord, for each person joining us live through their phones on Instagram Live and the technology that makes that possible. Thank you, Lord, for the recording that's also happening right now that will be going out next week as a podcast. And whenever people are listening to this, Lord, whether it's next week or in 2021, we pray, Lord, that this is an opportunity for them to connect deeper in a relationship with you. Lord, a lot of us have noise in our lives right now. Lots of different thoughts, lots of different responsibilities, lots of fears. I pray right now, Lord, is our chance to quiet that. To recognize that you are here with us, Father. 
that you know us, you love us, and you walk with us. Thank you for these truths, Lord, these foundations on which we can build our lives. I pray that each of us could take another step in that direction, trusting you more and more. In your name we pray. Amen. The theme for tonight is loneliness. During the time of worship, as well as our scripture reading and time of reflection, we're going to be focusing on words from scripture and songs that celebrate the closeness and intimacy that we have with God, that we can have with God. During the season, we are isolated. We are all in different places. And right now, especially, it's not really possible for us to see each other, at least in person. And I know for many of us, and honestly, myself included, that leads to feelings of loneliness and maybe some discouragement. And so tonight, I want us to remember that although community is so important, and that's something to be celebrated and something to be built up, ultimately, the the number one place where we will find intimacy, where we will find satisfaction, where we will find peace is in our relationship with God. So I hope that through the songs and the scripture, we are reminded of this truth tonight and that it encourages us to turn to him whenever we feel lonely whenever we feel alone, whenever we feel isolated. Because he is our father, but he is also our friend. And so let's celebrate that together tonight. We're going to begin with some songs of worship. Uh, First is Jesus, I Love You, followed by No Longer Slaves, if you're pulling up lyrics. Jesus, we love you. 
make us strong instead and you took these rags and you made us beautiful for all that you've done we will pour out our love this will be our anthem song Jesus we love you oh how we love you you are the one our hearts adore Jesus we chorus again. Just take a moment, each of us in our personal time of prayer, to tell Jesus that we love him. It's such a simple statement. Jesus, we love you. Oh, how we love you. And yet so profound. And so I invite you in your relationship with him right now, just take a moment to tell him that you love him. Thank him for being your friend, for being your savior, for being your king. Let's take a moment to connect with him.
sing the chorus together one more time. Jesus, we love you. Oh, how we love you. You are the one our, our hearts Unravel me with a melody. You surround me with the song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. I'm no longer a slave to fear. child of God I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God In my mother's womb have chosen me oh your love has called my name I've been born again into your family oh your blood flows through my veins and I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God Oh, 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 oh. could walk right through it. My fears were drowned in perfect
perfect love You rescued me so I can stand and sing That I am a child of God You split the sea so I could walk right through it My fears were drowned in perfect love rescued me so I could stand and sing that I am a child of God, that I am a child of God. And I'm no longer a slave to fear. I'm a child of God I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God Lord, thank you for this truth that we are no longer slaves to fear. And Lord, when I think of that phrase, being a slave to fear, I think of us being controlled by our fears. That the decisions we make, the way we approach our everyday lives, our relationships, our conversations, you, is sometimes more dictated by fear than by you, than by your word, than by your spirit. So forgive us for that, Father. We declare that we are no longer slaves, and that is so true. We are healed by your blood, and yet we still struggle. We still have fears. We still have anxieties, and we are still lonely. We have the fear of being alone, of being with ourselves, of being quiet. Remind us that we are your children. We are the children of God. And therefore, there is no fear. We don't have to be afraid to be alone. We don't have to be afraid to be lonely. We don't have to be afraid of a December and a Christmas that's going to be really different than other ones. Because you are with us. We know that you walk with us. We know that we're your children and you're our father. What an intimate relationship that is. Thank you for this truth. May it be more than words we say and thoughts we think. May it be heart knowledge. Things we understand and know on a deep level. Because we know you. In your name we pray. Amen. Friends, at this point, we are going to read a passage of scripture together. If you have your Bible with you, I would encourage you to turn to Isaiah chapter 55. We're going to read the whole chapter together. Turning to Isaiah chapter 55. The heading of my translation, yours might be a little bit different, says the compassion of the Lord. 
And what a great theme for us tonight as we acknowledge and and examine and discuss this theme of loneliness, this idea that God has compassion on us, even if we feel lonely, alone, isolated, discouraged right now. So let's read together Isaiah chapter 55, beginning in verse 1. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And he who has no money, come, buy, and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligent to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live and I will make with you an everlasting covenant. My steadfast sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that did not know you shall run to you, because of the Lord your God, and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you will go out in joy, and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress, instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle, and it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. In this passage, we are reminded of a number of things, but two truths I briefly want us to focus on tonight. The first is that God is our satisfaction. In the first part of the passage, uh, Isaiah asks rhetorical questions. Why are you spending your money on that which does not satisfy you? Spending your time on that which does not fill you? Now, I love Netflix, as I know many of you do as well. And during this season, I've watched a good amount of Netflix. Uh, In fact, I know The Office is leaving Netflix at the end of this month. Just a public service announcement if you didn't know that. Uh, So I just finished rewatching the series for, I don't know, maybe the eighth time. (laughs) And I love Netflix. I love podcasts. I love listening to music. But if I'm honest, during this season, those have been the things that I have turned to for satisfaction. 
And in particular, in times where I felt lonely or discouraged in isolation, I've turned to Netflix, to podcasts, to music, to noise, to satisfy me, to take away the loneliness. And it works, right? You hear other voices, you see other people. They're not real, but in a way they make you feel temporarily less lonely, less alone. But like many things we, quote, spend our money on, they don't satisfy us. Like many things we spend our time on, they are good temporary distractions, but they are not ultimately where we'll find peace and relief from loneliness. That is only found in our relationship with God. That is only found in the time that we spend with Him, engaging in prayer and worship and other spiritual disciplines. And this passage is such an awesome reminder. The other part of the passage that we'll focus on is the fact that God's Word is sure. It says that his word will not go back to him empty. God's word, his promises, will accomplish the purposes for which they are intended. And what does that mean for us in this season? It means that when God promises to be a prince of peace, that's a promise we can rely on. When God promises he is near to us, in our passage it says, seek him while he may be found, call upon him while he is near. If we believe truly that he is near to us, then we've begun to find the cure for loneliness. We've begun to find the answer to discouragement. And I know, as well as you do, that it's not a one-time fix-all. We ask God, take away my loneliness, and he goes, okay, and it's gone, and we feel great, and we feel totally satisfied all the time. We never feel empty or alone. Yeah, right. But if we believe that his promises are sure, that his word will return to him, not empty, but fulfilled, then we can believe that we can turn to him to be peace, to be comfort, to be strength for us during this season. In the next couple minutes, you're going to have an opportunity simply to reflect. And in particular, I would encourage you to reflect on one or both of these ideas. The first one being that God is our satisfaction and our comfort above all else, even good things. We try to find those things in. And the second thing is that God's promises are sure. Take a few minutes now to reflect, uh, to be with God in your relationship with him. Ask him to speak to you if there's anything he needs to draw your attention to. Um, Even this past week, personally, I've opened myself up to that in my relationship with God, and he has spoken to me. And it's been encouraging and challenging, but I'm grateful for it. And I know you would be too. So, Let's take a few minutes to reflect, and then we're going to close with one more song and one more passage of scripture. Thank you.
I would encourage you to continue to reflect on these truths in your week coming up. Return to this passage, Isaiah 55, and reread it. Remind yourself of the promises that you find in Scripture that we believe are sure, that we believe we can put our trust in. For me, and for our theme tonight, this week especially, we are focusing on the theme of loneliness, and so I am finding comfort in promises that tell us about God's closeness, intimacy with us. Maybe for you, there's a different set of promises in Scripture that you are claiming, that you are reflecting on during this season. And whatever they are, whatever they mean to you in this season, we believe that God will keep his word. It may not always look the way that we think it will, and may not always be exactly what we think we need, but we can also trust him to know to know what we need, and to walk with us faithfully during all seasons of our life, including this one. We're going to close with one more song of worship. It's called Jesus, What a Savior. This is one of, personally one of my favorite worship songs, and it speaks to the closeness that we have with Jesus, that he is our Savior, and he is the King, but he is also our brother and our friend. He meets us where we are, and it just celebrates the love that he has for us. I think this is a song we always need to hear and sing, but especially during this season, that this is a song we can reflect on and find encouragement in, no matter what we're going through. Constantly moving 
arms I've never known a love like yours I've never known a love like yours No I've never known a love like yours I've never known a love like yours No Jesus What a Savior What a brother what a friend Lifter of the lowly God you meet me Where I am Your heart It knows no borders Knows no
Father, thank you that you meet us where we are. Whatever we are walking through, Lord, in this season of life, and whatever we are anticipating, excited about, or fearing as we look forward to Christmas, and the season around it, the celebrations, and what might be different this year. Thank you that you meet us where we are. You do not expect perfection. You just want our hearts. Help us to be brave in giving them to you, in trusting you to be our satisfaction and our peace. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that your word is sure and your promises never fail. In your name we pray. Amen. Friends, we are going to close our time together with one more reading of Scripture. So if you still have your Bible, would you turn with me to Isaiah 9? Isaiah 9. We're going to be reading together beginning in verse 1. Here's why we're reading this verse together. Because this is the greatest promise that God has ever made to us. This is the greatest promise he has made in scripture and kept. That he would send his son Jesus to come and die for us. Would come and be a sacrifice for our sins. And would rise from the dead. We're so thankful for this truth as a community. We try to celebrate and remember it whenever we can. And I thought we would close our last canvas rest of 2020 with this truth. It is a promise from God. We've read about how his promises are sure. And here's just one of many examples we find in scripture where thousands of years before Jesus was born, his birth was prophesied. We're about to read that. And it's the Christmas story, so it seems like a great way to end. Let's read together Isaiah chapter 9, beginning in verse 1. But there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time, he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time, he has made glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nations. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the trampling warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us, A child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Of all the promises of God that we can remember, he will keep. We can remember he has kept his greatest promise, to send his son, Jesus. And for us, that is what Christmas is all about. The gatherings, the services, the time with family, the gifts, the baking, the music— 
Those are awesome things. I love those things about Christmas, and I am a little bit sad that some of them will be different this year. But ultimately, that is what Christmas is about, and that will never be changed or taken away. That is who and what we celebrate. We celebrate Jesus coming as a man, becoming Emmanuel, God with us. And that's the promise that we can lean on for peace, for hope, for joy, for love, and in this season, for relief from any loneliness or fear or anxiety we are experiencing. So I hope that's encouraging to you. I hope that you're all doing well during the season. I certainly miss being with you in person. But thank you to those of us, those of you who are joining us live here on Instagram, those of you who are listening back after. This is one of many ways we can continue to connect in this season. Thanks for listening to Canvas Rest on the Not the Artist podcast from Grant Memorial Church. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a show. And check us out on Facebook and Instagram at at CanvasGMC.